Welcome back guys to episode 10 of Scrubbed In. And you may notice this time the title matches the description <laughs> and everything below because for the last few episodes, best believe I've been getting it wrong on a weekly basis. And we've had like 50 different takes. He, he doesn't get it right. So in the, in the end, we just record it and just publish it. <laughs> so episode 10 of Scrubbed In. Um, for the people that are joining you, uh, my name is Abdul. This is Ams. We're both junior doctors um, in the UK. And this is just a podcast explaining our journey into medical school, medical school itself, being doctors and doing things outside of medicine. Um, so for all the people that have been following us, you may notice we're coming towards the end of our story of medical school. And today we're going to be talking about finally getting into final year of med school, sitting our finals and graduating and finally gearing up to start work as an F1. So we'll start from the beginning of final year. So we both got into final year, luckily. Um, no. Wait, so this was the first time, mm. right? So we were clinical partners from year three. Mm. And for the first time ever, we were split. Do you remember? Really? Remember at first, I got St. Thomas's. Yeah. And you got Hastings. Okay. That's how much I backed you, bro. So yeah. do you remember? You've completely forgotten. Nah, I can't remember. <laughs> well, like, I can't actually remember. You can't remember. Yeah. So basically, um, I remember. So I wanted to stay in London. Obviously, I had loads of things going on, mm. uh, going on at the time. Um, my marriage and everything was being yeah. planned, remember? So yeah, I, I remember London. the marriage, yeah. Um, so I remember, so remember we were trying to organise yeah. some swaps as you can do and I got St. Thomas's yeah. and then you were out in Hastings and they were just like, I remember you were just mad emotional like bro, how, how am I going to survive? How am I, I knew I would have been able to survive in Hastings. <laughs> how am I going to survive bro? Like, Come back here, back here. <laughs> and I remember to say, oh, let's just let's just go Hastings. Okay, man. I remember, okay um, fine. So yeah, so Hastings was our first really uh, first yeah. placement. You owe me, bruv. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> you forgot all of that. I completely forgot about that. I don't even know. Um, okay, fine. So I kind of remember, because I remember on Facebook, they did like them swaps. You can swap rotations, yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Fine. So we both ended up in Hastings, and I can't remember which block it was. It might have been acute medicine, um, but naturally in final mm. year, regardless of what rotations you had, um, it's more to do with like prepping for finals, prepping for your SJT, prepping mm. for final year exams. Um, and there's a few things to talk about and I think it'd be just good to kind of talk about the main parts of final year. So we can start mm. with SJT and kind of how we both revise for it because I know we yeah. were revising in different styles. Um, you know what, um, just before the, the SJT as well, so we were the first cohort to be in the new curriculum of King's. Mm. So remember, our exams were all in December. We essentially lost okay. six months of potential revision time, training mm. time, learning time. Mm. Um, so we were under pressure, I remember. We were under pressure. But the thing is, me and you were consistent. Mm. I remember we, we didn't always do loads of work, but mm. we did some, some work, work every day. Um, so I, I remember we were relatively chilled out yeah. on the medicine front of things. Okay. Um, so if you remember, we didn't actually... We didn't. I don't remember actually reading any textbooks or anything. I just was, no. I just was doing questions. Yeah, it was more about what revision, past med. Yeah, I think luckily, mm. I think if you go back a few episodes, mm. even till now, and I say third year made me very solid in terms of my foundation because mm-hmm. those are the big rotations. You know, yeah. the, the the tummy, the chest. Um, from there, that knowledge kind of saw me through fourth year because fourth year specialties. Exactly. You don't yeah. get tested much on it in finals. And finals is more or less all the basic examinations, all the basic principles, and Mm. third year kind of made me firm in that. So like you said, um, so the people that know at King's, the Mm. year before us, exams were in summer. And then when we joined, as part of this new curriculum, 
the finals were in January. So you meant you do your SJT in December, you sit your finals in January, and then mm. soon after you fly out for electives, you come back for another block of what we call like clinical placements, where you do a two-week block in a, in any specialty of your choice, and then you mm. start work. So it's like a massive extended holiday. Yeah, um, and it's useful. So the reason they did that was because. The year before us, if they failed in mm. June, they had to resit the whole year. Mm. But for our year, if anyone failed in the uh, December exams, they could essentially resit it in June and become graduate, a doctor in the same yeah. year. Um, so, so it was, it was it's good, I thought. Yeah, I no. thought it was good in hindsight. Mm. I think it was very good. Um, SJT-wise, so yeah. So I have what I think is a very controversial opinion. People disagree with me a lot. But mm. I think you can revise for an SJT. Right. Um, so the SJT is essentially a situational judgment test. Um, so you're given lots of different scenarios and you have to put in order a set list of action points, essentially. And you get marks based on the order as well. And you get marks based on if, if you do get it wrong, but you get some of them in the right order, you still get marks. And that will dictate essentially 50% um, of your medical school grade, which determines your job and where you're based. Um, so SJT wise I was very minimalist in terms of resource um, I chose to stick to one sort of school of thought because I think every single book every single different resource has loads of different sort of school of thoughts and how they sort of arrange their algorithms to answer a question mm. so I just did two things I read the guidelines the mm. uh, best the best, GMC, med yeah. best medical practice good medical practice yeah the GMC med yeah good medical practice yeah good medical practice I read it front to back um, and then what I did was I just did past medicine questions and I did it slowly and I organized my questions and I created algorithms mm. for myself mm. so for example the questions were um, if you see a colleague mm. um, who you suspect is smoking cannabis before his mm. shift, what do you do? Um, there's an algorithm for that. And that's I think that question everyone knows. Mm. You obviously ask them first mm. and they think about going one step higher and if not, then one step mm. higher and if not, right at the top. Mm. You don't just jump straight to the educational director or the police and yeah. tell them that he's been smoking cannabis uh, when you're just suspecting. Um, and that's it. You, on the other hand... I went and did some crazy stuff. So... <laughs> I think with med school you end up doing quite well, passing exams and whatnot, and then there comes a moment where you're like, crap, SJT is like half the requirement yeah, to get into foundation training, and then you're like panicking, and then you try to revise. So I did the complete opposite. So we were in the same flat, so I was literally that, the next door to him. <laughs> I did, in hindsight, to be fair, different people revise for SJT and there's no good way or the right way or the wrong way. Mm -hmm. um, but before that, we went on that course with the the portfolio GP. Was that before Dr. or after? Rahman, yeah, it was before or during Hastings that time. There yeah. was this really good course um, which you can find on eMedica um, about an SJT course, and he kind of breaks it down and mm. tells you the algorithms and stuff like that, which was a really good course, which I found quite mm. beneficial. Um, but what I did was I basically spoke to a few of the people that in the year before me that did quite well. And they all kind of recommended their own books. So I thought if I read all the different books, all the different <laughs> past tests, past med questions, then I'll be in a very good position to answer the questions. But like I'm said, these questions are designed in such a way you have to have a specific algorithm or a specific way of understanding the principles and answer each question. So I did pretty much all the different books, but when it came to the exam itself, 
you kind of realize you got contradicting information because it was like you know I read a book by Omar Taha, mm. then I read this on past med, then I read this on past tests, and they're all saying different yeah. things. And because it is, you get more marks ranking things in that right order. So if you it's the best situation, the worst situation, and the three in between. Mm. And if you rank rank them properly, that's where you get the higher marks. Most often, everyone gets the worst case scenario, the best case scenario is correct. It's the ones in the middle that are really tricky. Yeah. Um, and I found myself conflicting and really struggling in the exam because I was like, do you know what? I read this here, I read this here, I read this here. What should I do? Yeah. And that, to be fair, I, made me perform poorly in the SJT. I think I think that was a, there was a, a common factor mm. um, in other people that used the same books that you did. Yeah. Um, I remember I took the book mm. and, and you said I, it was crap. I, I, I looked through the first few questions mm. and it con- contradicted everything that I learned and mm. the questions I thought contradicted each other mm. um, the answers were contradicting and it would go against a different book and mm. I thought no this doesn't make sense I need to go back to a single mm. sort of line of thought yeah. um, so I think for me the learning curve mm. in this or for people that are out there the, the style of questions changed for our year which yeah, the guy yeah. mentioned in the course mm. and I banked I've never been as good at situation judgment tests and what not um, mm. and I banked on the fact that I listened to the older years who used this particular book but I think the book didn't get updated or was revised for this new style of question yeah that's what it is and it was based like blind following <laughs> to like yo these guys did really well and I knew them quite well and they you know they guaranteed me to like read this book so I think no one's to blame in these situations but it's just be careful with SJTs yeah. and find what works for you SJTs um, you can also over revise I think yes I, I think that's what I did as well I think I just went mm. ham and then it meant I knew every different algorithm or whatever but crunch time <laughs> I'm like and I knew all the, I knew which book answered it how exactly that's how bad it was. Yeah, which I knew different book which book told yeah. me how to answer it then you're like mm. crap because you know when you rise, you revise the book, you finish it, then you move on, then you move on, then you move on. But you don't realize in the exam, you get all four different sources, and then you're like, okay, which book do I now go which with? Which algorithm do I go with? <laughs> exactly. Um, and that messed me up, and it meant I didn't perform mm-hmm. as well as I did um, in SJT, and probably the reason why I didn't get the jobs I wanted or whatnot. Um, so SJT definitely speak to people that did really well, attend yeah. the courses, and. It's it's important you take that, that exam seriously because mm. it will undo all the work from getting first centiles, yeah. merits, distinctions, getting a first class. Like five, six years of medical school, uh, equivalent to an exam, which is two exactly. hours, I think it's two hours. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand as well, I mean, even if you don't perform too well, even if you don't get the job mm. that you want, foundation years. It's pretty I mean, much the it's same. It's pretty much the, the same. It's only two years. Mm. You're going to acquire the same skills as an F1 anywhere else in the country. Mm. Um, so I think... It's not too bad. What no. would you say? I definitely things? say yeah. um, the way medicine is done in the UK is very good. The training is very good. Mm. Um, SJC is just a way to kind of put you in a job in a position to rank you. Exactly. It's just the nature of exams. Um, but regardless of where you get, I know people that ended up in Wales, in Scotland, in mm-hmm. like really random places. Um, and we're still very close. And the amount of learning they have is pretty much the same. Because junior doctors do pretty much the same job anywhere. And it's not certain mm. diseases become more prevalent in some areas and they're not you know do you know what i mean it's not like exactly birmingham has etc number of diseases being a junior doctor is pretty much the same more or less across the country yeah and um, to a certain degree and you can always come back and do training in london you can always go and do training in cambridge and people want you to go to certain deaneries for certain hospitals yeah um but it's not the end of the world you know exactly. you realize your priorities change and 
you can always come back or go to a dean or you can take a year out. Um, there's so many different routes, which I think is important, mm-hmm. especially for final medic thinking, you know, if I don't do, obviously do one SJT, but if you don't do that well, there are other ways to pursue what you want to pursue. Exactly. Um, so that's SJT. We had our exams, we had OSCEs. Yeah. Um, OSCEs was stress, man. Yeah, OSCEs, OSCEs are, OSCEs, so what OSCEs do you find hard that OSCEs are the, the written papers? For me, it was always OSCEs. Written's are never, uh, like, mm. it wasn't really an issue by then. Mm. Um, it was just, because we had, like, I remember, we had progress tests. Yeah, so we had three exams mm. a year. It got us used to it. We didn't, I, we didn't even feel nervous going into mm. those exams. Um, so I thought the written's were okay. The OSCEs, obviously, were the more challenging things. But we remember, so mm. the way we prepared was, we essentially scrapped the um, curriculum and we just mm. ended up going around the hospital just saying can Doing I listen to your chest stuff. can I listen yeah. to your chest uh, can I see your hands mm. um, all of those things and I thought in hindsight that was the right thing to do yeah. look for signs learn how to pick up yeah I think yeah that way you are quite keen on basically learning signs and symptoms and being able to mm. give a differential diagnosis for people that are watching that aren't perhaps medics OSCEs are essentially Medical is pretty much, if you want to say, 50% written paper exams. So, you know, you've mm. a single best answer, multiple choice. And then 50% practicals. So, essentially, examining patients, you know, taking blood off a mannequin, um, doing basic life support, mm. and taking what we call a history. So, essentially, speaking to a patient and finding out what brought them into hospital. And with each station, at the end of your five minute, you speak to the examiner and say, this is what I gathered. These are my top three Diagnosis, so we call it differential diagnosis. Mm. Someone that comes in chest pain, you you know, is it a clot? Is it a heart attack? Or is it like a chest infection? Whatever it is, um, and the best way we found in terms of revising was basically going around and picking up those signs and symptoms. Yeah. Um, so you know, different chest sounds, different heart sounds, different features on the face, the chest, mm-hmm. the hands. So we spent time learning, I would say, real clinical medicine, and it's the same yeah. thing you see as a junior doctor. So don't, I would say definitely don't pass. Don't learn medicine for the sake of learning medicine to pass med school. Learn it because yeah. you'll be using it on a day-to-day basis as an F1, F2 and a doctor. So at that point, you need to now actually be competent, not yeah, just exactly. to pass exams, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, so it was really good. And I think, again, we were just, we didn't do loads of hours. I remember we were just consistent. Mm. We just went in for a couple of hours mm. every single day, uh, apart from the weekends. Mm. Um, and I think when it came to the last six weeks, we started doing circuits. Yeah, where, that was really good. Yeah, so what we did was we got into groups of what? I think there was 20 of us yeah. split into 10. And then what we'll do is we'll just go around doing essentially an exam. So 10 different stations. Mm. Um, and, I, and I would recommend that to all the medics out there. Yeah. Um, to, I think that was good, man. To simulate the exam sort of setup um, and have really organised vignettes and mm. all of those things. It was really, it was really good. Yeah. I'd recommend it. So we talked about SJTs the different ways me and Ams revised um, OSCE's written um, so we've done that super stressful good few months I'd say <laughs> from like yeah. November, December January is like intense bear in mind and another thing we we didn't struggle but it was we were so used to sitting exams in the summer mm. your mentality and mindset is summer exam and we're so used to we knew exactly when to start revising yeah. when to pick up pace when to become intense and so naturally we had to start tweaking it do you know what exactly, I mean? Do you yeah. remember Easter holiday, Mad March, where all your assignments are due, and from March, March onwards you start banging it out. Exactly. Whereas this exactly. time it was thingy. But 
we did the exams and then we found out if we passed or not before electives, isn't it? Nah, no. we, were, we were on, on electives. electives. Okay, we were fine. on electives. Uh, we were on electives. But I think, if we're honest, I think from the Oscars yeah. and from the written, you get a good vibe of how you did. Mm. Uh, you're always nervous when it comes to the Oscars. I think yeah. written, you get a good vibe of, yeah. yes, I've passed or not. Most people pass the written. Uh, Exactly. It's very yeah. yeah. By that um, stage, yeah. And Oscars, you know if you're if you've passed, if you're on the sort of border of passing mm. or failing, mm. or if you know you've completely tanked it. Yeah. Um, but I think we were relatively confident. Yeah. We were I, relatively I confident. You were crying the day before results came out. Like, yeah. Oh, I always have a panic now. attack. Yeah. I always call abs. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Every yeah. every, every exam yeah. before. Before exams, before the day of the exam, before results came out, whatever, so, I'd be like, bro, I've messed up, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'd get panic attacks. Like, <laughs> it's not panic attacks, it would be like, I need this reassurance no, no. or whatever. So for Do you remember so the days? I forgot, I've been for years, time. So for yeah. the full five years, I remember before every exam, yeah. I'd just create an hour slot for, yeah. I'd book Abdullin, because yeah. I'd expect a call at midnight, yeah. and I'd be just ready for him, and, he'd, and I'd be like, yeah, what's up? And yeah. he, the first thing you'd say is, Oh shit! Yeah, the exams tomorrow. Yeah, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I remember those calls. Yeah, um, every, every without fail, yeah. every single exam. Nah, um, it was good. But yeah. yeah, I think um, with the electors, we'll talk about electors on a separate episode where we talk about our travels and everything. We've got loads of stories. Yeah, so we'll save electors, um, but I think so. Let's skip all of that. So yeah, let's skip that. We found out we've passed our exams. So clearly, we passed. Obviously, yeah, we're here yeah. now. Um, Graduation. So we can talk about graduation. So yeah. how was graduation for you? You know what? That month was... Mm. When was... So we had so a summer graduation. So Kings do a summer graduation around mm, July. July. And then obviously start working in August. Yeah. Uh, that month, the July, mm. right, I had so much going on. So yeah. obviously... Okay, so um, prior to the exams, in fact, mm. in December, mm. my whole uh, marriage was being planned, my wedding... Mm. Right, mm. so that was all being planned in December with exams. Would you believe it? Two weeks before the exams, no, one week before the exams, mm. I went to see the hall that I was booking mm. um, to get married in. Yeah. Right, so I was doing loads of things, and it goes down to I think one of the previous episodes where I said if you organize yourself, mm. you can do anything. And I wasn't stressed out. Mm. I wasn't stressed out because I just knew we were consistent. Mm. Uh, I was getting married. That was a little bit stressful. Yeah. But apart from that, yeah. Um, everything else was it was organized. I knew what was happening, so I, I wasn't really nervous at all. Yeah. So July, July the first. Uh, no, J- June the twenty fourth. So June the twenty fourth, I had my nikah, yeah. which is the Islamic uh, marriage, marriage ceremony. Yeah. Right. The week after, mm. uh, I had the full blown sort of wedding yeah. party at the hall. Mm. Right. The week after, mm. we graduated. Yeah. I remember, I didn't even get... Bro, you know how I get a fresh haircut? Yeah. I didn't even get a fresh haircut. Because yeah. it was so packed. I didn't get a haircut either. Uh, <laughs> why did you get a haircut? Uh, I don't know why did you get a haircut. With my hair, my hair, yeah, like, when it's short, it looks like this. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, because I'm so used to having long hair, it looks alright. No, it doesn't look alright me. Like, it's you. Yeah, it's me. Um, I know people are like, oh, well, you got the smop on your head, let's cut it off. So it was that phase, like, I can get away with it, but, you, just you know, I don't know what I was thinking at the time. Um, um, I should have so, got a haircut. So, yeah, so I had all of that. And then, so the week after we yeah. had graduation, and then after graduation, um, I flew out on my honeymoon. Yeah. Um, 
but it was it's all it was all a blur it was so fast imagine. for me it was so fast for me like going from one thing to the other yeah um, do you think because of that it took away from the whole graduation thing because i remember the wedding thing you were super stressful yeah and wedding is a massive thing obviously it's it, like a it, major milestone even mm-hmm. more so than graduating do you feel that it took away from that feeling of graduating finally becoming a doctor yeah because you were in the moment you had this wedding and it's like you're trying to compete do you know what i mean yeah you Obviously know it was a joyous time but like do you feel that it would have been a, a, a different feeling if you weren't to get married right so you're gonna make me sound moist and my wife's watching yeah. this yeah she watches every episode but yeah getting married right i won't lie i didn't care about graduation yeah you have to remember to like say, yeah. before i got into med school mm. and throughout med school mm. It was the one thing I was looking forward to, and I was planning to get the best suit, the yeah. best tie, the mm. best everything, mm. match everything up. Mm. Um, and I did that for my imperial graduation. Mm. I remember I spent like six hours hunting down mm. the tie yeah, that I, I wanted. Me, yeah. But for this one, mm. I didn't even care. care. It was at the bottom of the list because you have more yeah, bigger priorities. Um, so my marriage came first, yeah. and I kid you not. You know what? He's saying all the right words right now. <laughs> you hear this? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me for the viewers, yeah. His teacher said he couldn't do medicine. He nearly he was robbed at knife point. Went through med school. He fainted because he revised so hard. <laughs> Finally got through med school, graduated, and can you believe this guy? He goes, nah, graduation not great for me. Then nah. you go, do you see <laughs> your wife has you? Do you see <laughs> that? smash fam. <laughs> I'm not gonna even say anything, man. Yeah. But um, but he goes to show it like in life your priorities change. Exactly, exactly. Um, um, and like yeah but i get it like marriage is such a big thing um and it kind of bear in mind you already had one graduation so this wasn't really the first time graduating mm. per se Mm-mm. um no so um so yeah um it wasn't no i wouldn't say that that doesn't even matter the bsc graduation yeah. bsc graduation i'm trying to help you in it you're trying to you're trying to help after that okay tremendous journey you're yeah. out here saying to all these viewers that are watching like oh i wasn't excited about my graduation that's such an Never awful look, thing look, to say okay so I was getting married to the dream woman. Okay, fine. Yeah? And she's now going to be smiling, which is good news. I'm smiling. Um, and let's not make it even yeah. more cringe for our viewers. Yeah. But yeah, I was getting married to my dream woman. Yeah. Right? I was over the moon, obviously. Mm. Right? Uh, so, bro, I didn't care. I didn't fair care. Enough. I was it's getting married. I, bro, do you remember? You called me yeah. on graduation day and you yeah. were like, where were you? Because yeah. I missed all the photos. Why? Because... Yeah. We just went off uh, with family. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't remember. I remember I went off and then I came back later on Put to take our photo. To fake our photo, yeah. yeah, I remember. Um, your story now. So mine was, I think, very different to yours. Bear in mind, I missed my graduation BSc. Yeah. Because my parents weren't really bothered. They didn't want to come. They were waiting for you to become so a doctor. So I think they wanted to just kind of yeah. save it for mm-hmm. the moment. And I remember, like, um, as usual, my household, we were running late on the day. Um, for me, the graduation... I don't know how other medics feel, but for me, graduation and celebrating success and stuff is not a big deal for me. Like, I've never been a big fan. But graduation was more so for my parents, my family. It's mm-hmm. more, it's a day for them. Because it be- yeah. even when we found out we became medics or doctors, it was like a normal day. It's like, yeah, yeah. cool, I've done it, cool. Because you're so used to, you're coming to uni, you're seeing the same campus every single day. It, whereas your parents, very mind, they've been waiting for so long. Exactly. It's like, and it's always yeah. like, when are you going to become a doctor? When are you going to become a doctor? Um, so it's like... It's more so for them. I'm not gonna lie. I would have put money down on your parents not turning up. Yeah, I know. My parents. <laughs> they turned up. Bare rogue in it. So <laughs> they, they turned up. up, and I remember, like, I still remember. I went to get the gown um, from one of the buildings on campus, and when I walked out, I saw my mum, and she was just yeah. bursting out in tears, and she was proper crying in it. 
uh, my dad was chilling uh, but she was super <laughs> crying and mom was like a very emotional person um, so it meant a lot for her um, and obviously if any medic would tell you it's a long journey especially from you know our yeah. background and you're kind of the first to go to university you're the first in your whole extended mm. family to even become a doctor and he was like yeah do you know what we smashed it um, my it was, mom a, was, super it was happy. a dream it realization a dream like them, she's you know literally I mean? seen her eldest son mm. like come out in the gown that represents essentially being a doctor yeah um, she was clearly absolutely yeah, overwhelmed. She was she's like, never been overwhelmed like that yeah, before, right? Yeah, and I remember like um, I remember, remember when I told her like I became a doctor, innit? and she she was just yeah she like, was like calm. So I said, no, so you let me say this story. <laughs> so what happened was so we found out that we were doctors on uh, on our elective holidays, elective work placement. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um. So I called my mom and I said, "Mom, I passed," and I remember. She was really happy. She well, was you like, went that mi- is he went missing awesome. for forty-five minutes. Because I, I was telling everyone, yeah. like everyone was invested in me, so I called everyone, and everyone was cheering. He called up, and I was there. He called up, "Hello, mom, I passed." And then he <laughs> tell him what your mom said. So, so I said I passed, and I said, "Ah, oh, you know." No, you said it in a very of, nice way. Yeah, I said, said "Guess what? You're, you're mm. the mother of a doctor now." And then she goes to me. <laughs> she, then she goes. She, she goes. I would have been even prouder if I was the mother of a scholar. So, so for the people that I remember was watching episode one, my mom wanted me to become an Islamic scholar. So after six, seven years of going to med school, blood, sweat, and tears, I'm in the other side of the road. I legit called my mom and said, "Yo, mom, how do you feel? You're the mom of a doctor right now. You're the mother of a doctor." And she goes. Okay, but I would have been happier if I began. But my mom does this to kind of like humble me, to yeah, ground yeah, me. That's what it is. And that's obviously, it is, yeah. I know deep down she was probably the tears show that. Yeah, the tears show so that I know, yeah. she really deep down inside was super proud. Yeah, and but she's so used yeah. to acting so cool, innit? Yeah. Um. So I remember that, and the conversation was less than a minute, and then she's like, <laughs> "Okay, cool. We'll talk about it later when you get home." And then I was like, "Do you mind telling everyone?" Um. Because I always find it a bit awkward in terms of like celebrating and telling people what I've achieved and whatnot. So she kind of did that for me, but it was less than a minute. And that was it. <laughs> and I was like, and that, so then me and Amz were sitting on, we were in the same room and I was like, bro, you went missing for 45 minutes and I'm out here. I saw it all out in a minute. And I was just, I was a bit hurt, innit? <laughs> <laughs> what happened is, so obviously I've told everyone, I've come back with a beaming smile and I've sort of said to Abdul, yeah, everyone's happy. This is so awesome. And he's just sitting on the side of the bed like, that my was mom, a cool joy. My mom just said. My mom was the biggest cool joy. She just it. said, um, "That's it. It was a minute." <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just left him too. I was just like, "I'm gonna leave him be. Let it also, can he's still yeah. a doctor, so it's fine." <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, um, but yeah, jokes. the the but the truth is. Yeah, on graduation days you can't hide in it. Um, so she was exactly. crying, and the ceremony was quite. It's long, but we do it in Suffolk Cathedral, which is a really beautiful yeah, venue to do it. It's an awesome. And it's nice church. to kind of go up and. For me, it wasn't the the ceremony in itself is good. You go up to stage, but it was like I remember you went up and then you smashed. You got all the merits and whatnot, and then I went up and I remember like you know we didn't even we didn't even like shake hands. We just spudded, and I I was coming down and me being me, I stopped the queue of people behind me and I looked at Amazon and I said, "Bro, we we've we've made it. We made it." And that was my word. I said we we spudded each other and we were like, "We made it. We're out. We're that out the it. hood." Well, no, we're still in the head. We're still in the head. We're still in the head. But I was like, bro, we made it. And there was a massive queue. And obviously, ain't no one telling me to keep it moving. Yeah, no, no. So it was good. And it's a really good time for your family. And you see all your mates going up and getting the certificate. And you made it. 
Um, it's one of those feelings very difficult to explain. Um, but, but it's I've worth it. The, the emotions that you feel. That they that feel you day, for, it? Yeah, it, and it's the same emotions that you feel the day you get accepted mm. into medical. Yeah, I've never had yeah. the same emotions in between mm. those two points where you're just overwhelmed with happiness, with joy. Mm. Um, you've achieved your dreams. And it's, it's now that you've earned the foundation cycle, to now Go essentially launch and do whatever you like. Think about it. The, that graduation, that degree has now allowed us to do so many different things. And I remember mm. uh, just before exams, we were stressing. And once we sat down and we were like, you know, if we don't pass, yeah. it's all in vain. If everything is in vain. We can't. This podcast can't happen because these guys would be like, who are these two donuts? Yeah, it's <laughs> um, true, man. It's like a lot of things have mm. happened. And I remember getting into med school and it's like your world opens up because you get into med school and you're like, you know what? I just want to be a doctor. And then mm. you meet people and your network grows and you're like, you know what? Being a doctor isn't enough. I want to do a charity. I want to do a startup. And you have to remind yourself keep your head down get through med school because mm. you can it's all well and good doing all of these amazing things but if you don't get to graduate and become exactly. a doctor you can't take it to the next level you can't take it to the next phase um so there was that touch and go moment even my, i remember my mom was saying like um you know you're doing so many different things are you sure you're going to graduate are you sure yeah. you're going to pass and there was like mm. concerns and worry um luckily we passed and then because we were going abroad we were doing projects yeah like, so like back to back two summers we were going abroad like yeah you know even with Akil, he would say he's really hard growing his mm. charity. And then we had a few like med tech startups that are in the ground and working his way up. Yeah. Uh, so once you graduate, um, it does means you can continue doing what you're doing and then mm. you don't feel like, oh, I've wasted so much time. And then it's stressful retaking really the air. It's, stressful. It's, it's a very difficult exactly. situation and it's not a situation you want yourself to be in. Uh, but yeah, graduation on the whole was an amazing experience. And like you said, you disappeared. And with graduation, mm. Because, you know, we had like a massive cohort and we were fortunate enough to know loads of people. So you're taking loads of pictures. And I remember you're waiting for a few pictures you want to take. So I think I wanted to take a picture with Akil, which I took a picture with him. Um, I wanted to take a picture with Basir, but he went missing or something like that. And obviously the most yeah. important, I wanted to take a picture with you. So we went up to the top of the building. It will be on our personal yeah. Instagram really? pages, isn't it? Um, that was a good moment for us, mm. man. Um, and, and it highlighted a lot. So remember that I, I posted three pictures that I put, which I'll post on the um, on the scrubbed Instagram as well. I think it'd be good to post. We were serving biryani. Yeah. We uh, and what was the third? It was one? Bangladesh. We, we served, went in Yeah, we camps. went on a charity uh, camp together mm. where we were leading the camp and everything. And then the third one is where we graduated, and it just summed up the whole journey yeah. in three photos. It actually I did. Thought, um, um, it was nice. It was a nice way to finish med school and you're here for so long, man. Mm. And you become, it ends up leaving us family and you kind of miss the place. But at the same time, you're like, do you know what? It's time to move on. It's time to start working. Yeah. And you're hella broken it. So you want to start <laughs> making money. <laughs> you want to start, we were crying by the end of December. But it was good. Because uh, the electives cost us. Oh, electives. I saw. Oh. <laughs> so, Next week, we'll be talking about our electives. Yep. Uh, we'll tell you the story of how we bought a one-way ticket, essentially, out. Mm. Um, and that was the start of a crazy three months? I don't think it was three months. It seemed like a three months. Um, two months, maybe. Let's say... No, more than... No, two no, months. No, it was two, two months. months. Two months. months. Two months. Uh, we'll tell you a, a whole story about how Abdul nearly got arrested. We got into trouble with a, a mafia. Oh, man. Um, 
Mafia, man. This film mafia, yeah. of Mafia. Wait, uh, a six-foot dinosaur basically nearly ate us alive. Um, <laughs> well, we'll save that for, we'll next, save week. That for next week. Um, um, three pieces of advice now, right, for the final year, guys. Mm. Uh, or generic advice for the guys who are listening in, they're in a different career, and they're reaching that point of where they're now getting a qualification or getting a new job or whatever. They're going for something. I think, um, so you can talk about exam SJTs because mm-hmm. you're probably best suited for that um, free piece of advice for people that are perhaps graduating the one thing I would say and it may seem like a funny thing to say because I did at the time it's university puts you in a bubble you're mm-hmm. in a very secure safe environment you're seeing your friends on a daily basis you have a massive social circle but it's a very protected environment as soon as you start working and this is more so for like medics and mm-hmm. you know these careers where you're kind of babied, all of a sudden you're in the big bad world, you're an adult, you're working, you have responsibilities, long gone are the days where you can wake up at 9, 10 and say, you know what, sorry, I don't want to go to uni, I'm going to come, or you can bunk lectures, whatever, that's gone, you have (laughs) real responsibilities. Um, The second thing is, the work environment is very different, Um, you will meet different people to yourselves, whereas I'd say in university, although you have lots of different people, Mm. the mentality is very similar, we're all students, Um, it's very... It's a whole different world. And the third piece of advice I would say, and I've said it to a lot of people is, and I think it was the best thing I did in my life was, any society or any work or any startup, any project, make sure you launch it or you start it before you finish mm, university. Definitely. Because as soon as you finish university, your social circle decreases, you don't have access to the resources, you don't have access to the students, you don't have access to the network. Mm. And then you give yourself a free pass. So especially for doctors, as soon as you start doing it on calls, nights, weekends, you're like, Do you know what, I don't need to work on this side project, I'm a doctor. You allow yourself to rest and not work on it. But if you had a project before, I don't know why I keep burping, man. You've got serious refluxes. I know. You've had it for the last six episodes. I know. <laughs> so I would say get your project, your startup, your med tech, your whatever you want to do, your charity, mm-hmm. launch it before because it gives you a reason to come and see your friends. Otherwise, you have no excuse. Everyone gets caught up in the world. And yeah. it's very easy to say, I've worked, bro, eight, nine hours, I can't be asked. But you will make time because you want your charity, your startup, whatever to be successful. So definitely start it so you continue it. Because mm-hmm. most often you will never get around to actually doing it once you graduate. It's mm-hmm. very, very difficult. Um, so those are my three pieces of advice. Um, and you can talk about yeah. exams. So um, for the medics, I would say just prepare well, be consistent. Um, just ditch the whole, I I hate the whole cramming in mm. method. I, I personally am against it. I know it works. It does work for some people, but I'm against it. So... Just be consistent, go in every day, a couple of hours, and just listen to signs, symptoms, um, and whatever. Just pick it all up. See the actual pathology yourself with your own eyes. SJT-wise, I'm of the opinion you can revise for it. Um, Read the guidance. I'd say read the guidance. Find a question bank that suits you. For me, it was past medicine, and stick to it. I do recommend the e-medica course by Dr. Rahman. Mm. Um, he's also published lots of statistics and papers showing that his cohort performs better nationally. Um, so check it out. Um, so that's to prepare for exams. The next two things is, now that you're coming to the end of medical school, right, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy the whole uh, last couple of months. Um, I reiterate what you said, so start up any projects or whatever, or commit to a project that that's out there or a mm. startup that's out there get involved um, because it, it makes 
life after medicine so much more interesting mm. otherwise just being a, just being a doctor is, is we're of the opinion anyway that mm. it's just boring to ju- just be a it's doctor it's not boring it's like a, there's like days when it's really tough and really mm. hard and at least you have something to look forward to you have a reason to do something mm. different to medicine it, it can be a medical related project but it's, it adds variety and diversity mm. to your life because mm. it's very easy to get caught up in being a doctor very easy exactly. to get caught up in that that circular way of life which I was so desperate to avoid yeah um, and it's just nice to have things to work on to get your mind out of it um, it doesn't need to be a start but you know it's just because Anything. we're interested yeah. in that yeah. for some people it can be gym yeah drawing whatever it is just have something that you do just whatever to get your mind off is, and yeah. we'll, I don't know maybe the episode after next week or the episode after Alexi we can talk about F1 foundation training a bit more in details and specifically exactly. um, and the last bit of advice um, is it's all worth it no, it's not even advice. All those years of fact. studying, right? It's a fact, exactly. Yeah. It's worth it. Right at the end, when you're on the stage, when you've shaken the dean's mm. hand and you've got the degree in your hand, it's all worth it. I remember mm. our mate, yeah. Abdi, yeah. Remember? so he said he, he refused to celebrate yeah. until he had the degree in his, in his hand. hand. Yeah. He said, bro... Until I've got it in my hand, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I need to go get it. Yeah, Because nah. <laughs> some guys are like, shaking it. Because you don't know, man. But like, it, you can easily do everything right and then last one. Like, nah, he, he was so paranoid, they're not going to give me the piece of paper. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all worth it. Um, and you guys have an awesome, awesome, awesome ceremony to look forward to mm. and the future, essentially. Yeah. Um, but that's about it, otherwise, yeah. from this episode. What yeah. do you think? Anything that's else it. to say? No, there's nothing more we can add. Um, so thank you once again for listening. Make sure you comment, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. And we're in episode 10, so mm-hmm. we want you to do a massive favour. So in the description below or in the comment section, we're thinking of inviting down guests. So let us know on the comments below who you would like us to kind of interview who you'd like us to have a discussion with it doesn't need to be medics it can be non-medics it can be a lawyer banker whoever um, yeah. and you we will do our best to reach out to them and i think it'd be a bit more interesting to have someone on the panel yeah. so let us know in the comments section who you want to see as a guest on the, the next few episodes of scrub yeah um otherwise we'll see you next week for episode 11 yeah, you got it right <laughs> see you later. <laughs>